Hey family, welcome to the Recalibrate podcast. It's your host Esther Glory and this is a new episode. Uh, Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode. It is Friday at 7pm in the UK and so that means that you guys have a brand new episode in our uh, season of Hearing the Voice of God. Um, And so season three, as you know, has been all about hearing God's voice. And so I want to continue that conversation today. Um, You guys have really been enjoying it and have even encouraged me to keep going with uh, with this season. So before we dive into season four, which will be all about living a life of faith, um, we are going to continue in this conversation about hearing God's voice because it really is important. Um, and I love to see uh, the enlightenment, the growth and the challenging that comes when as we continue to journey through this topic. Um, and so we're not going to stop. This week, we are going to talk about God doesn't speak to me. Our topic is God doesn't speak to me. Now, where did this come from? Uh, one of the greatest things that I've heard that kind of makes hearing God's voice and living a life where we host God's voice well uh, to be a bit more challenging than than we uh, anticipate when we first learn about it is just this idea that um, God doesn't speak to me or he doesn't have anything to say to me or this is p- particularly reserved um, for people who maybe we consider to be prophets or gifted with uh, the gift of prophecy um, and things like that. Um, but one of the things, one of the the most common things that I've heard, like while I'm teaching people to hear God's voice, or even as a uh, a barrier that acts as a barrier when it comes to people believing that they can hear God's voice, is like they try a few times, maybe some of the exercises or pieces of uh, homework or things that I've said even in the podcast can help us to deepen our sensitivity to God's voice. They try it and they don't literally hear an audible voice or they don't really have a clear, defined message on the other side of trying to listen out for God's voice. And so sometimes there can immediately be this kind of like, oh, it's not true. Uh, God isn't speaking or it's too hard. Um, And that's what I really wanted to tackle in this episode. So um, there are ample resources that we can use to help us to learn and to build our library when it comes to learning God's voice. And I wanted to kind of equip you with those tools and different things that you could try um, if this is truly the case for you. Um, And Uh, The first thing is, uh, so for example, um, one of the pieces of homework I always give people is to ask questions like, God, what is on your mind? Or God, what do you think concerning this? Um, And a lot of people ask that question and they kind of sit and wait and nothing happens. And so they're kind of like, oh yeah, it didn't work. Um, One of the things that, one of the things that truly uh, comes true, sorry, in this time um, of learning God's voice um, is just this idea that uh, let patience have its perfect work in you, um, which is um, something that I have definitely learned because sometimes, uh, oftentimes when we pray like that, we expect a response. And sometimes God will respond straight away in that moment. And there are other times where it won't be as abrupt and it won't be so straightforward. Sometimes the message will come through people you love. Sometimes the message will come through people you respect. Sometimes the message will come through um, just like a 
a knowing and impression in your heart. Sometimes it will come through um, one of your streams of revelation. We've studied those in uh, in this season of the podcast. Sometimes it can come through you reading the word. Sometimes it will happen in a time of prayer. There's been times where I've literally had my YouTube on shuffle and a sermon will come on correctly addressing uh, what I what I've prayed about or what I've asked God concerning there are other times where I've been listening to a podcast. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts um, is the Daily Audio Bible by uh, Brian Hardin. And um, I listen to that like almost every day um, or very regularly, or sometimes I let them kind of pile up and I binge listen to them. Um, but those are really helpful. Uh, this morning, um, I remember listening to it and it was talking about like spiritual complacency. Um, so it spoke about like some of the Kings in, uh, second Chronicles, I believe it spoke about, it went to the book of Romans to talk about apostle Paul's, uh, concerns uh at that time about spiritual complacency and it just um kind of set me on this path of thinking how can I guard myself against spiritual complacency and where can I repent in my life for where I'm currently complacent when it comes to God where I'm too familiar or I don't pray enough I don't worship enough I don't study my word enough um I don't obey instructions from God enough, like all of those things. And it just took me to a place of thinking um, because literally I was having a conversation with my little sister um, a couple of days prior to that and uh, or prior to today and was really talking about the fact that I felt like there was a level of comfortability or complacency that I was getting to that I really needed to address. And literally God sent me the answer in a podcast like a couple of days after. Um, and so we're going to speak about all of this in in full detail. I have heard you guys and your feedback. I know that everyone is uh, so happy that I'm finally doing longer episodes and we are going to continue in this fashion. Um, I think it's been a bit easier to communicate the full message of what I've been trying to share um, by uh, by making the episodes fuller um, and richer rather than trying to make it really concise and you guys not getting the best out of it. And so thank you f- all so much for your feedback. I am taking each and every single piece into consideration. Um, and so let's dive right into today's episode. Today's uh, episode, as you know, is about God doesn't speak to me, uh, which is a common misconception or I can't hear him, uh, is a common misconception uh, that we kind of struggle with as we learn uh, to grasp or get hold of uh, the voice of God. So as you know, we always start with our random musing. And the random musing of my heart for this week's episode, uh, the random musing of my heart for this week's episode is um, the love of God shows up at all times. The love of God is with us at all times. The love of God does not change. It does not falter. It may be expressed in different ways, but the love of God is always with us. Uh, Why do I say that? Um, I was trying to look for a fancy way to articulate a very simple truth. uh, And that's what I've been thinking about all of this week. I've been thinking about people who may have never experienced the love of God um, because they've never been ex- exposed to or had access to uh, people who may believe or um, even an experience or one-on-one encounter with God. I was concerned about people who have experienced the love of God, but have been impacted by 
maybe us as believers who haven't been as loving as we should have been. And then I've also thought about people who live out of the love of God. And that's a place that I I aspire um, and really desire um, to grow into a place where I live out of the love of God. Like I, I live every single day knowing that I'm loved by God and that I love God and that also that love is, is shown in every single area. So even in the fragmented parts of my soul, um, knowing that even there, God's love still is present, um, that it doesn't go away because it, it, to me, it doesn't look holy or sacred or perfect, but knowing that I've surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. So his love, the love of God is present even in those fragmented places and he will help me in those areas as well. Uh, So that's my random musing for even myself, but more so for you also, that the love of God is with you in that place too, yes. Uh, it is with you. Psalm 139 is my one of my favorite Psalms um, and has been an anchor for me. Um, and I even revisited Psalm 23. Um, obviously, as a church kid, um, it was a Psalm I, I knew and know like the back of my hand. Um, but it's been so powerful to go and study it from a more mature place. Um, and so, yeah, it's really powerful um, and has been a powerful tool for me to understand and to navigate the love of God being present in every area of my life, uh, not just in the places that look pretty um, or in the places that I've fully been able to surrender or in the places that I deem um, to be worthy of him to exist or live there. Um, and so I wanted to encourage you with that too. The love of God is with you, is with, present with you in every single moment. Um, yeah, so let's dive right into this week's episode. Um, so as I said, this episode kind of stemmed from obviously not only prayer and preparation, um, but having this conversation several times, um, with mentees, with people that I've been teaching to hear the voice of God, even in my community when supporting friends and family that, that are learning God's voice. One of the things that I come up against a lot is, this idea that um, I tried this and I didn't hear anything, or I prayed this and I didn't hear anything, or consistent attempts at hearing God's voice and feeling like there's been no response. Um, and one of the things that um, I I found myself saying a lot recently to people in this category, and even for me myself, there are certain seasons where the voice of God can be foggy um, or I can feel distant from him. Um, and especially when life happens, uh, because I don't know about y'all, life happens. Okay. Um, I was literally, um, on a phone call, uh, this week with a, uh, a professional, uh, support worker, uh, and literally having to explain why I started something in 2018 or 19 and for the life of me cannot give a clear, accurate update on how that thing is going because life has happened since then um really tickled me um because that's just not me by personality type I'm usually always the kind of person to like um to suck start something pursue it excellently execute excellently and even review excellently um but I I was very tickled by the idea that listen glory, life happens. And because of this, you have to 
learn that even in those times, you have to learn what your patterns are even in those times so you know how to recover or to grow in those areas. And for me, one of those times personally uh, where God's voice can become foggy or distant is when life is happening, when real life crisis or or grief or bereavement or health issues or financial strain, whatever the case may be, when life begins to happen, especially a lot happens at once, that's when it can become foggy for me. And this reality then becomes true for me that I feel like God isn't speaking or I can't hear him. Um, And so I found myself often having this conversation, especially more recently, having to say to people that I love that he's still speaking. The issue is our discerning of his voice, our recognition of his voice, knowing in which stream he's speaking to us through. Um, One of the things that I found as well is that, uh, like, I, I always compare it to expecting a phone call and getting a letter in the post. Because you're expecting a phone call, you will uh, make sure that your notifications are on, your phone is on loud, on the highest volume, uh, it's not on airplane mode, you aren't um, turning notifications off, you're making sure that all of your old messages are clear so that when that one phone call comes in, you are ready, you make sure you have service, you make sure that um, your uh, phone battery is charged because you are expecting a message, a phone call in that way when actually it may be through a letter and because your expectation is not um, on the fact that a message is coming, so you're not prepared on all fronts, your expectation is that a message is coming and you interpret that as a phone call is coming, the message will come through a phone call, so you prepare for a phone call and then you're disappointed when the appointed time comes and the phone call doesn't take place or you your phone never rings, you're checking voicemails, you're even calling to find out um, if the phone call was missed on purpose or by accident, when actually your letterbox hasn't been checked in in maybe four to six days or the letters have come in but you haven't opened them because to you it's not a priority because your expectation is not on the fact that a message is coming, it's on the way by which it will come. And so um, that's something that I've had, that's an analogy I've had to find, I've found myself giving recently um, to people who have this sentiment. Um, And it's not necessarily a bad thing, um, but it is a challenge to deal with your disappointments on previous seasons or previous times where you may not have heard God the way that you desired. Um, but making room for the fact that he may speak through another avenue and being open and sensitive to his voice enough to know that it's about the message that you give. It's about your voice. It's not about the vessel through which it comes necessarily. And it's not about, um, what way you choose to send that message. So there have been times where I have been isolating myself and pulling myself back and I've been asking God to speak to me directly. I know that primarily I hear God through enlightenment. So he'll just begin to share information with me um, in a moment and it will give me wisdom to be able to navigate whatever I've asked God for. Um, But then 
there have been times where I've purposefully tried to isolate myself, purposefully tried to keep irrational perspectives in place, personally tried to keep people that I love out of the loop um, because either past traumas or negative experiences with handling things with them or things like that. And one of the things that I've found that's really helped uh, me a lot, even in my journey in vulnerability, which I've shared transparently on the podcast with you all before, um, is that oftentimes God will then begin to share his word for me to the pe- to the, the very people I'm trying to isolate myself from. Um, not so much in a way that breaks my trust, but with people that are trustworthy. And so those people highlighting to me, I saw this, or I was praying for you and I heard this, or this is what I feel like God is saying, or sometimes them not even being aware that just in conversation, they're sharing with me answers um, to prayers that I had prayed uh, without their knowledge in, uh, in particular. So uh, there are, and I've been expecting the message directly to me. So sometimes I haven't been sensitive to when the message or the answer has come through somebody that I love, um, or somebody that is in my community or that I know. Um, and even sometimes people I don't know, I remember, uh, one time being unsure about like my career and next steps. And I remember going to a, uh, to an event that was presented to me, one of my lecturers got me in in a really high end opportunity in my uh, industry, and um, I remember being there and speaking to a really key uh, figure, and I remember him literally being so intrigued by my the way I presented myself, the way I thought, the way what I was sharing with him, like through conversation. And he began to share with me, I remember asking him questions and he began to share with me like so many important nuggets of wisdom um, and some gems when it came to our industry and our field. And everything he was saying to me was stuff I had asked God to give me clearer understanding about, to give me insight, potentially to even send me a mentor in that area. Um, But I was expecting God to say it to me or to send me the mentor by virtue of like my connections and and what I had been working on in that time. And God did not do it that way. Um, And he did it through that conversation. And I didn't even end up getting mentored uh, by this particular gentleman. But um, I do remember um, everything that he shared with me that day. I still have the notes on my phone. I transferred them to my laptop. I began to research them. And I have like entire documents about what he shared with me at that time now um, as full on research. And so I was so thankful to God that it wasn't just done through my little scope of knowledge, that God really pulled on the information of another person that was well-versed in the field to uh to help take me to the next level in my industry now was there an immediate change straight away no actually nothing changed uh for about a year after that um but it definitely did shift my perspective my understanding um and my knowledge in that particular area which is what i asked god for ultimately and so um as always i having conversations with my friends and and knowing and understanding that we like there's been times where me and my friends have prayed for things or my friends and I is correct grammar um but can you hear my type one personality guys okay chuckle with me because anyway um but um in conversations with some of my friends and 
us talking about past seasons and realizing that we were praying together uh, for one outcome. Um, and God gave us that one desired outcome eventually, um, or even sometimes straight away, but he did a work in us. So, uh, there's been times where we've prayed for things for particular things. And before God has brought the final product, he's dealt with our hearts, our minds, our perspectives concerning those particular things. So that when the full fruit, the outcome comes, we are way better stewards of it. Um, and being in conversation with my friends has really challenged uh, my understanding and that idea for me that sometimes I'm just looking for this one particular fruit to show up. I'm looking for just the answer to my prayer, but God's manifold wisdom, his ways that are higher than ours, his thoughts that are better than ours, um, turn out to be a much better way. Uh, as Apostle Paul always spoke about, a way more excellent way um, of executing those blessings or, or giving us those gifts um, that we pray for. And so when it comes to hearing the voice of God, it's the same thing. Sometimes we're waiting for one manifestation of God's voice or one expression of his voice. And I think that the main thing is to be sensitive to the message and that the fact that he's speaking. The truth is God is speaking. Um, and so this misconception that he doesn't speak more, especially he doesn't speak to me, isn't true. Um, but I think that we do have to change our perspectives. And so that would definitely be principle number one. If you're new around here, then uh, every episode we give about three key principles to helping to navigate the, the topic of conversation um, uh, in your particular life. Or um, we kind of just go with the flow um, in some episodes. Um, so principle number one definitely um, would be to be open or to become more sensitive, like take hearing God's voice out of this box, take it out of the seven steps to success in hearing God's voice. Like let's take it out of that box and let's be more understanding of this framework in our belief that God is speaking to us, but I, I think our sensitivity has to be not just in the stream of revelation. So if he speaks to you through dreams, it's not just being sensitive in your dream life to God's voice, even though that is really important. I believe in investing in your stream of communication with God. So if he speaks to you through your dreams, then invest in that. If there's a course on dream interpretation, if there's um, maybe somebody that you know that's gifted and mature in the faith in that area and can help you grow and develop, do it. If you have discipleship and training at your local church in those areas, then do it. Um, these are all things that I believe in. If if you believe that God speaks to you by his audible voice and so you hear him clearly, then that is something that you should invest in. Invest in uh, uh, journals, notepads and papers to take down the notes of what God is saying to you, uh, writing out prophetic words or recording yourself, repeating what God is saying to you. Um, invest in the way that God speaks to you, but don't stay solely only in that stream of communication because you'll miss his messages in other areas as well. And um, one of the things that I believe that we as people who hear God's voice or uh, prophetic people, one of the th or very people who, who live by the inspiration of the spirit of God, I think one of the things that we can often do is um, make it solely one way that God speaks to us. But one of the things that we have to understand is that a life that hosts uh, the voice of God well 
is sensitive to his voice, period. So it's not just being sensitive to our dream lives that makes us prophetic people or people that hear God's voice or host his voice well. No, it's people that are sensitive to his voice, period. So it's whichever way he shares his message, I am open, I am sensitive, I am inclined, my ear is leaned into the voice of God um, because we know that it's his will active. And so 100% principle number one is to definitely make sure um, that we not only invest and become more sensitive to our particular stream of revelation, but that we are open to all of the ways that God might speak to us. Um, That's definitely principle number one for me. Um, I think principle number two um, would be to make sure that you have ample resources uh, so that hearing the voice of God is not a task that you're you're learning to do on your own. Um, so shameless plug, um, because I have told you, I've been telling you guys about this for weeks. Um, I need you all to sign up, all of you in all 22 of our countries that we are currently streaming in. I need you all to head to www.recalibrateuk.com forward slash masterclasses and to sign up for the online six-week coaching intensive on building a prophetic life. So uh, even though it is talking about building a prophetic life, it is all things the prophetic, but it is also about hosting God's voice well. So I'm going to talk about in, uh, I think it's in week six, expression. I'm going to be speaking, I'm going to dedicate an entire session speaking um about and teaching about and coaching you through uh each each uh stream of revelation but also how you can live a prophetic life where everything that you every time god speaks or every message that you discern from him you can interpret that and apply it to your life um so this isn't to be missed guys we're going to be speaking about sensitivity i believe in week five so that's where we're going to talk about deepening your sensitivity to god's voice uh how to do that practical applications things that i've done and still do um to deepen sensitivity um and also in week five we're going to engage in a fast Um, which helps to deepen sensitivity to God's voice. There is going to be uh, worksheets, sessions, presentations, a workbook, um, and all the session recordings and a one-to-one with me. So if you have any questions about how to hear God's voice, about particular struggles with hearing God's voice, or even if you hear God's voice already and that's something that you want to assess or maybe grow in. um, So yeah, this is... um, This is going to be absolutely phenomenal. We're going to talk about how the fragments of our souls may impact uh, hearing God's voice because our soul is the lens through which we interpret his messages. Um, And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to define everything. So uh, week one, we're going to start off with definitions because as you know, definitions inform our dynamics. So Guys, if you haven't already, sign up and don't do it alone. Sign up and then share it with one of your friends so that you can uh, register and get your tickets and make sure that you're at every single session because you will leave the course learning God's voice um, and becoming more acquainted with his voice and even being able to share um, what you believe God may be sharing with you. Um, so yeah, guys, sign up now. Like you can still listen while this is playing. Um, make sure that you do sign up, guys. Um, it will be absolutely phenomenal. And I'm not just saying this because 
it's a course that I'm hosting. I'm saying this because this is what I needed uh, and still do need to a degree. It's kind of like an MOT course. Uh, it's a foundations and MOT course. So if it's something that you need to to grow in your uh, in your life, uh, in your prophetic life, then this is something that you need to do and get involved in. If this is new to you and it is something you're learning afresh, then this is definitely for you also. www.recalibrateuk.com forward slash masterclasses. Um, so go and sign up, guys. The link will be in the show notes as well and invite someone to join you. But there are resources just like these teaching you how to hear God's voice. Um, and it's really important um, that you listen to podcasts and you uh, listen to um sermons and you uh, engage in discipleship and training uh, at the local church level or maybe even at a region-wide level if there are churches or uh, church organizations in your area or region that do discipleship and training in these areas then engage because they have um they have uh, access to great resources and tools that can help you and even the long-term discipleship to be able to hear God's voice in the long run. So um, resources have been a, a powerful tool um, for me, for my friends, for people. I've even uh, sent people to listen to sermons or to listen to a podcast episode. Um, I had a group of friends join uh, one of my masterclasses talking about this topic and I think it's really, really extremely um, important to when you find resources like these, so such as the the six week course that I'm hosting, or um, other discipleship courses, or, or uh, coaching courses that teach along these lines, to uh, validate what they're going to be teaching, obviously by the word of God and by bearing witness uh, uh, internally or in your spirit man about that, um, and and sign up and join because these are things that can really help you um, in this journey of. Um, of learning to hear God's voice. So you guys definitely know that the show notes will be full of all of the information that you are looking for. So is it books you're looking for, podcasts you're looking for, um, articles, journals, YouTube videos, sermons, the whole shebang is going to be available in the show notes. So make sure that you uh, click the links in those and that you have a look at some of the information that I'll make available for you there. But um, literally my whole book collection concerning this, I'm going to share with you guys all of the resources that I share with my mentees or not all, I have to give keep some stuff for them. Um, and my new cohort soon. Um, but the things, some of the stuff that I share with them, I'll share with you guys. Um, and so, yeah, please go through those because there'll be a lot of information there. But what I want to begin to do is like do personal like consultations. So um, if at any point any of you would like to speak to someone directly and to find out how can I hear God more clearly? How can it, and in a more specialized way, because I know people chucking books at you or resources online can be a bit, um, it can be a bit distant or not as personable. Um, so yeah, I want to make sure that, that, that you guys feel that you can speak directly to me. So I want to begin to do consultations and things like that, which you would be able to uh, soon book on our website. But until then, feel free to email the email address in the show notes, recalibrateuk at gmail.com. And you can book a consultation with me a uh, uh, just over Zoom to be able to talk through your own um, 
communication with God, any struggles you may be dealing with. If you signed up to the six-week program, then you already have access to that consultation. But if not, uh, then you can feel free to email um, and I will get back to you. Um, And it will be the same price as the as it is for those who join the six-week coaching intensive as well. Um, So yeah, um, the reason why I say resources, um, as I mentioned before, was because um, I think this really helps, especially with personal devotion, because personal devotion is one of the the best ways, I believe, to for us to get familiar with the voice of God. Um, So I know for me, uh, I am not a morning person, but because my devotion time kept being cut into by phone calls, by work, by um, meetings, by just sheer distraction and lack of focus personally as well, um, I realized that I would need to wake up so much earlier to get it out of the day while no one is contacting me. So for me, messages can start flooding in at any time uh, in the morning. And so I realized that like a quite a time that was still very quiet for me phone wise, unless it was an emergency was between like 5am and 7am. Um, and so what I began to do was to, to go to bed earlier um, or wake up still at 5am, even if I went to bed late, do my devotion and then go back to sleep after. Um, but between five and 7am, sometimes it may be the full two hours. I may even run over other times it would be, uh, five till like six or five till six thirty. Sometimes it's literally been like five to five thirty, and I've fallen asleep again, but I will still try no matter what to get in my devotion in the mornings. Um, when I'm on resting days or holidays that sometimes that can start at 9am. Um, but on most days, especially work days, I will always try and get up around five and get work, uh, get devotion done. Um, I was going to say get work done. Can you hear the workaholic in me? Um, (laughs) but yeah, try and get devotion done. And what that would look like on some days is just literally listening to worship, uh, worshiping along, uh, with live worship sets or just playing instrumentals. Um, so what I prefer to do on days when I am playing worship music is sing along, pray, read a scripture or, or read a chapter, um, not necessarily study, but meditate. So think about it, ask God what he's saying to me in that moment, pray into the lessons or principles that, or the applications that I feel like I've gained from that particular scripture and just listening out for what God has to say. Uh, There have been times where I've had music playing and Holy Spirit has literally told me to turn it down and I've like gone into a silent space and I'm just listening to what he has to say. So some days can be just worship and music and prayer and and meditating. Uh, Other days can be complete stillness. So there's days I've woken up and the silence is beautiful, but it's not been... um, it's been silent in my room, like as I'm doing devotion, but God is speaking so clearly to me through what I may be reading or maybe studying. So days that my devotion is pure Bible study, it's mostly silent. Um, The most I will play is maybe a worship instrumental. Um, But on most days that I do devotion, it's, uh, it will be silent and I'll take a scripture or I feel like sometimes God will lead me to it or sometimes I'm studying in chronological order or sometimes I'm studying topically. 
um, and I'll kind of just follow God's leading. Um, and as I'm reading and as I'm studying, I make room for, I take notes, I make room for God to also speak to me directly through his word. Um, and those days are mostly silent. I probably won't utter a word. I write my prayers out instead of saying them out loud on those days as well. Um, sometimes that that Bible study can lead to prayer, uh, quite intense moments of prayer. Some are out loud, some are quite, every devotion day looks different. It is very much so led by God, but I always leave with an instruction. I always try to leave with um, a word, wisdom or counsel, or if it's strength or whatever I'm, I uh, is a manifestation of God's presence and power. I always try to leave with that. Um, and then, um, in those times, uh, so oftentimes with my devotion, I'll usually just, just stick to whatever I've gotten out of that moment personally. Um, but there have been times, uh, like today where I literally pulled up the daily audio Bible podcast and, um, and listened to it, prayed along, read the scriptures along with the reading of the day, uh, or readings of the day, should I say, um, not only did I read through, I highlighted things, prayed into things, paused it, prayed into things, um, took some notes, um, worshipped, maybe went back to listen in. Uh, on that particular podcast, people send like prayer requests and stuff in. So just praying along with the people who sent in prayer requests really helps to challenge me to pray and to intercede for other people as well. So that's something that that's the reason why I say resources are so key, um, because on some days I genuinely don't have the strength or the stamina to do devotion and to listen out for God's voice just simply by my own personal motivation to pursue God's presence. And all of these things don't aren't crutches, but they're aids to help me to continually pursue God, even if I may be tired or I might be weary or I might have a lot going on in my life and the voice of God may be foggy so his leading it's hard to pick up or discern so all of these things are very very helpful tools and we shouldn't rely on them solely I always teach people let these things be let them be aids let them be guides to um, pursuing God but don't ever allow the those activities or those resources to come in the way of you and God um, and so that's why I, div I diversify them as well so I don't become too reliant on one thing so sometimes it might be a podcast another day I'll wake up and I'll listen to a sermon and I'll pray um, and I'll take notes I'll pray and I'll do my own study based on what the sermon has taught as well so it it looks different on different days but resources are a very key tool to help you and resources can look very differently. And one of the things that we become too familiar to, uh, to do as human beings as well is sometimes we don't realize that our, uh, there are people around us who are resources. Now, that can be techie when it comes to devotion. But in regard to hearing God's voice, people are resources too. And some of my, I remember, um, so at my church, we have a prayer and prophetic team. And I remember this was about two years ago now. Um, we had, we have like a more a prayer. We have like a 6 a.m. prayer watch and we would pray every morning, every weekday at 6 a.m. Um, and I remember uh, praying along with one, with one of my prayer partners on the team. And after the call, 
we called each other and felt like, oh, God is saying this and this and that. And we had like a two hour long conversation about some of the things that impact um, prophetic people or prophets that isn't necessarily, is not commonly spoken about. And so we had an entire conversation which actually birthed the vision for one of my books um, that I will be working on soon. Um, So yes, now I'm saying it to you guys, I have to be accountable. I am writing, I'm writing books. And so, um, yeah, you guys keep me accountable, please. Um, and if you are writing as well, let me know. Um, we can do like a, a writing thing together, um, for our community, but, uh, yeah, that conversation birthed one of the books that I am very privileged and, uh, absolutely excited to write about, um, but it's it's definitely important to listen to what God is saying through other people. And she had no clue that this was something that I was going to do. Uh, but what she did realize was that this was something that I had a lot of wisdom concerning. I just never shared it anywhere because this conversation hadn't come up before. But I remember praying to God about what I should be writing and how I need to get out on paper everything that I've, that God has placed within me. And um, this conversation really sparked a, a, a river of information that was within me that I didn't even know was there. Um, and God began to share particular things with me and expanded the understanding I had on that particular thing. And, and I began to study into it. And there is like chapters and chapters of information that I need to now condense and write a manuscript for and things like that. So looking at resources as uh, avenues for information is all great. Um, But I think one of the more important things on top of that also is to, um, is to not only look to those resources to guide and to aid, but also to look around you and, and hear what God is saying through that friend that you've become familiar with, through that colleague that you've become familiar with through that brother or sister in Christ that you've become familiar with God is speaking through all of them even if so for example uh one of the things that people often ask me when they're learning the voice of God is oh can God speak to me through an unsaved person and he definitely can but this is the reason why it's important to know the word of God so that when when you feel like oh I feel like that might have been God or God inspired that person to share something with me. Um, It's really important that you back it with the scriptures, find its foundation in scripture, find its interpretation in scripture, find its application by prayer. Um, And that's when you're able to say, okay, this was actually God, even though the, the, the person, the vessel that shared it with you may not necessarily have been saved or been a Christian. Um, But I think it's really, really important that we as believers do the groundwork, do the work that we have to do to be able to, um, what's the word that I'm looking for, to be able to um, get the resources out of people, get the things, the information, the the strength, the, the kind of well that may be in other people, get those resources out of that well as well. Um, and so principle number two is definitely that resources are key key I can't even begin to tell you how important it is 
Um, I'm going to share some resources in the show notes. And if you contact us, Instagram us, uh, Instagram DM us uh, or email us and I can send you a longer list of stuff. But it's so, so, so important um, that we engage in resources. Um, And so I'm going to dive quickly into principle number three. And principle number three is to deal with your belief system. So I think one of the things that can often happen to us um, when we're learning to hear God's voice is that um, we have an episode on misconceptions. So if you haven't listened to that already, definitely have a listen to that. That will definitely help you um, when it comes to this area. But one of the things that can often happen is because of a mismanaged belief system, this is why we're starting the six-week coaching intensive with a definitions uh, session but it's so important to deal with the belief system concerning God speaking to you about God, about yourself, about God communicating with you. Deal with that belief system because there may be fragments, there may be misconceptions, there may be negative experiences or trauma, there may be disappointment or grief, there might be anger, resentment um, with your past experiences with God's voice. And so it's really important to deal with those belief systems and have clear, precise, accurate understanding of your relationship and communication with God so that when he speaks to you, you're not viewing it through the lens of your disappointment or viewing it through the lens of your experience with him, but you're dealing with your, you're dealing with your relationship with the voice of God with clear mind, um, and sound mind, which is actually a fruit of the spirit. So, um, I think, uh, that is really important. There's no way you can kind of just glaze over your belief system when it comes to why you might not be hearing him so clearly. Um, and dealing with those perspectives can really help you. One of the things that really helps with dealing with those perspectives is to always revisit foundations. Um, I tell everyone that I lead, that I teach, that I come into contact with, um, that you're never too mature for foundation classes. You're never too mature for the foundational framework of our faith. Um, One of the things that I often challenge myself to do is revisit the foundation. Every time you're promoted, every time there's new opportunity, every time your name is mentioned in a new room, every time um, you are called upon to do anything, any time there's a new assignment, revisit the foundation. Why? Because that's the framework, that's the vision, that's the um, the boundaries that by which you are given to maneuver in any new thing that God is doing in you. And so even when it comes to hearing God's voice, revisit the foundation. What is the truth about my communication system with God? Um, there have been times where I've struggled to hear God's voice and it's not because he's not speaking. As I mentioned before, maybe life is just happening. Um, and one of the things that I've had to do is to um is to practice being in a space and a place that is clear and sensitive to his voice so that no matter how much life happens, I can still hear him. Is it always perfect? Do I always hit the bar? No, sometimes it still gets foggy. His voice still sounds very distant. Um, But then other times I've been able to put things into practice, build processes and systems that will aid me in that. And so I think it's really important that we all do it. Address your belief system when it comes to God communicating with you, because that might be just the reason why um, you can't hear him. Um, And so dealing with misconceptions, dealing with barriers, dealing with um, our belief system can definitely aid us in hearing his voice. Now, um, this episode has been uh, has been quite short in comparison to some of our more recent ones, um, but it's because I genuinely wanted to uh, shout out our community. You guys are 
phenomenal. You have been journeying through every week. You have been sending feedback. You have been sending um, love and encouragement and your DMs. I, I love communicating and emails. I love communicating with our community worldwide. What I did want to encourage you to do is wherever you are listening from, please send us some info. Send us, some of you are from the Netherlands, some of you are from Philippines, some of you are from Ghana, Nigeria. Uh, We have listeners from Switzerland. Wherever you are in the world, we want to hear from you. Um, Our UK um, listeners are heavy on Instagram and they make sure they always communicate with us and engage in the um, conversations we have every week after every single episode I engage in conversations with each and every single one of you so that's what I wanted to encourage all of you to do uh, this week is to engage in the conversation how does it look for you when it comes to hearing God's voice are there any times where it's foggy or distant are you still learning his voice like what is it like for you engage in the conversation um what is the what is it like being a part of the community do you um enjoy the weekly podcast. Let me know. I want to hear from all of you from all over the world. Uh, That's what I want to encourage you to do this week. That is your recalibrate challenge of the week for this week's episode. Um, So yeah, guys, as I mentioned before, please make sure um, that you have signed up for the six-week course. It's on our website. The link is in the show notes. Um, whichever podcast streaming platform you're listening to it from, make sure that you head to the show notes and that you grab the information that you need to sign up. Um, also, um, let me know if you would like to uh, join a Patreon. So, Um, For some of our US uh, listeners and for some others of you that may be um, may enjoy Patreon, please let me know if you would like us to jump on Patreon um, for exclusive content. So this would be for sessions, um, for lives. We would do interviews on there and you can be a part of the conversation. Um, An idea I had was to go live on Patreon while I'm recording the episodes so that you guys can listen in and comment live while I'm recording. So if that's something you would like, uh, please let me know and uh, I can do that for you. Um, But yeah, it was just something that we were considering in the community. And if you would like to um, work with Recalibrate, uh, we need a virtual assistant, we need social media um, managers um, and we an assistant, and we also need a resource manager as well. So if that's if any of those roles are something you would like to do, we are seriously looking for a team because everything we're doing is en- expanding. And as of 2022, we will have a major announcement that will be added to the Recalibrate body. So please make sure that you sign up to join us and be a part of our team. It will be absolutely phenomenal to have you on board. And if you know anyone that would like to be a part of this as well, please let them know. Uh, send them them this episode if you would like to as well. Um, but yeah, guys, you know, I absolutely love and adore every single one of you. Um, and I can't wait to see you in next week's episode. Um, I love you guys. Have an amazing week. Bye. Thank you.